Welcome to the Waconia Pulse, a community-based podcast presented by the Smothers and Falk Realty Group, highlighting all things Waconia and the surrounding area. The Smothers and Falk Realty Group consists of licensed real estate agents in the state of Minnesota with the brokerage Remax Advantage Plus. Now, here's the Waconia Pulse. Welcome to the show. We are the Smothers and Falk Realty Group, your trusted real estate guides. My name is Ann Smothers, and I'm here today with my teammates Ben and Robbie Smothers and special guest Susan Arntz, City Administrator for the City of Waconia. Today we're going to talk about what has been happening since Episode 6 in the local real estate market, and then we are going to talk about the latest news in Waconia with Susan. So let's get started. It looks like for August from 2019 to 2020, we've actually had an average sale price increase in Waconia of 44.7%. I mean, that is crazy. Uh, Rolling 12 months, it's up 13%. Yeah, it just means people are moving up. They are moving up. They're trying to move up. And and it does look like the multiple offers are gaining above list because in August of this year, the percent of our original list price received was actually 100.4. So that's up 2.4%. So things are are good for sellers, I guess, if you're thinking of selling. Days on market are down. Um, inventory is down, of course, 23 Um Homes for sale versus 39 from 2019. And our month's supply of inventory is 1.1, which is almost unheard of. That almost means that there's no homes available, (laughs) but there are. (laughs) It is crazy stats. And I know people who are listening to this might not even understand exactly what we're talking about. But I guess the gist of it is that inventory is low. Buyer needs are high. Again, these you know these numbers are from a few a couple months ago because it doesn't update uh, as quick as you know everybody would like, but it's just kind of in the theme of the year in general and even the past couple of years. Overall, it's just you know with low inventory prices go up and uh, days on market go down. So uh, currently in District One Ten, which of course is Waconia and then the surrounding communities, uh, there are twenty eight listings active, and half of those are new construction. So that just really truly in a an area of probably 20,000 people, there are roughly 10 homes available. We're talking about this because it we're not sure when it's going to change or hopefully it will loosen up a little bit after the election. It'll be interesting to hear the new construction status with uh, Susan in a little bit. Yeah, it is. Um, we're going to be excited to hear if there are any obviously new projects um, on the horizon and kind of what that those numbers are going to look like. So, Ravi, tell us about your latest listing and what happened there, because it was kind of an interesting one. Well, the buyers couldn't find a place. Or, well, they weren't my sellers. Now they're buyers. But uh, they couldn't find a place. There was nothing on the market. They did find a builder, and they're going to be building. It's in the process right now. And we just put their home on the market, and it sold in two days with multiple offers, 20000 over asking. So uh, it was great. How many, how many offers was that? Five. That is competitive. How do you let the other agents know that didn't get it? What was your what was your conversation like? Well, it was a cash offer, so cash is king, and I think they all know that. So, But they did have an inspection because I've been hearing that the they, one they thing that has inspection. stood out with multiple offers is that the, the buyers are bypassing that inspection period. Mm-hmm. On a townhouse, uh, I had a buyer where there was seven offers, and we went six over asking and... We did not have an inspection, and we got it because of that. But I think what Ann's trying to get at is not. I mean, it's it's hard to advise that you know because oh, it's hard. But you when never, you're 
you know, when you know what you're looking for, when you've been through a lot of these homes and you, you know, especially with townhomes, if you have the eye for it, you can you, go ahead correct. and pull the trigger on those. Correct. I guess I don't know that I'd be doing that with a 1989 two story, but it is, it is interesting as well that people are actually advising their clients of that. I guess I'm, I'm a little, would be wary of that. Again, if everything's new and looks new and things have been replaced, it might not be a bad idea, but yeah. Yeah. On that that topic, it's interesting. You you know, you think of a 2003 built home is still fairly new, but it's really not. And all the mechanicals are going to be on the edge of their useful life and roofs going to be need to be replaced. The windows probably are, you know, have some wear on them. So, and you think of 2000 and and newer built, it's not always the case that you're going to, you know, you're going to need to take care of those items, uh, probably within the next buyer's uh, use of the home. Well, and I should say too, the the interest rate situation is absolutely keeping the, obviously the buyers are, are out there, but the prices are propped up because people can afford more home because the interest rates are so low. Um, just had a young buyer lock in at 2.6 and it's his first home. And he, 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 he thinks it's like free money <laughs> and it's a, it, it was really fun to do, you know, to help them out. But these interest rates, I guess I'm not sure how long that's going to last, but maybe someday we'll have to have a lender on to talk a little bit more about that. It'll be interesting to see what happens after the election with interest rates. Well, let's take a short break. Uh, when we come back, we will talk about uh, Waconia with Susan and clarify some local news. What is true, not true, what rumors are floating around out there. Stay tuned. And we're back. We are here with Susan Arntz, the city administrator for the city of Waconia. Thanks again, Susan, for being here. Would you mind telling us a little bit about yourself and your background? Sure. So this is the my 20th year with the city of Waconia. I um, have had the opportunity to touch nearly everything uh, while I've been in Waconia. So I've got um, my primary background, though, is in communications and economic development and uh, growth uh, managing that, but also the existing things. You know, how do you keep a community that, you know, is healthy and thriving? How do you, you know, work to kind of make sure that you're investing in the existing things from residences, businesses, uh, you know, those kinds of things too. And what brought you here? I mean, I know 20 years ago, you you started your career here. Where did you come from? And um, how many people did you beat out? No, sure. Kidding. So in 1995, I uh, started with the city of Chaska. And I worked in Chaska from 95 to 98. And when I left the city of Chaska, the current city administrator there, Dave Bacorny, was not happy and said, you know, my goal for you, Susan, was for you to leave our community and go work in a smaller city as their administrator, like Waconia. And at the time, Bruce Eisenhower was here, had been mm-hmm. here a little about, about a year. And uh, I said to Dave, I said, Dave Picorni, the city administrator in Chaska at the time, I said, Dave, Bruce looks comfortable and I need to continue to grow. And so I left Chaska to go to the city of New Brighton, uh, primarily to get uh, supervisory and budgetary experience and kind of just grow some of those skills, which at, at the time Chaska didn't have room for me. And um, when the job came up in Waconia in 2000, I was like, well, okay, I think it's my time. 
So I called Dave and I said, what do you think? He's like, I told you, kid, this is where I thought you should have been years ago. So yes, of course. Nice. So I, on my birthday in 2000, I mailed my application in and uh, was fortunate to be invited for an interview and was really lucky to be invited to serve. Right. So were the were the new city op- offices there or no. where were that? I was going to say there was a lot of yeah. so, transi- transitioning over the course of the 20 years that you've been here. But the yeah. So at the time, our city offices then were in 109 South Elm Street, which is kind of uh, uh, across the street from the Catholic Church oh, sure. uh, and was the former McIntoon's grocery store at one time. So McIntoon's oh. occupied that building. And it was a library, right? And the library was on the or north the, end yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, of that That's building. Um, and so that the library city hall kind of combo has been kind of a staple of Carver County. So generally in Carver County, if you have a library in your community, the city provides the space and the county provides the staff and the books. Oh, nice. Um, So generally that's kind of how it works in Carver County for the library services. Uh, And so I asked the city when I was hired, you know, what are, you know, what are some big goals, you know, a 12 month goal, a Mm -hmm. six month goal. And their 12 month goal was we need to make a decision on what we're going to do with our city offices. We were outgrowing that space. Um, you know, my desk uh, at the time when I started here was a dining room table from Yetzer's, uh, and it now is in the kitchen at City Hall. Uh, currently, still, that's the only piece of furniture that we have generally um, at City Hall that um, I think there's a cabinet that we had uh, that was kind of like the printer stand. I think we still have a, a remnant of that somewhere, too. I do remember going into those city offices, and I remember thinking, the halls were like two feet wide. Yeah. Well, and the chamber tight. was a partner for us in that building too. And they had a closet that we converted into an office. It was 85 square feet. So it was. So you have seen a lot of growth. Yeah, um, we have. So speaking of that, where do you see the growth occurring? Is north, south, east, west, or maybe you really don't have an opinion on that, but maybe you do. Well, I'll say when you say north, south, east, or west, I'll say yes. <laughs> um, yeah. We are, you know, kind of, we have been, um, I know one of the other things you want to talk about is kind of housing for the for future 21, and maybe this leads into that sure. nicely, but, um, you know, we have under construction right now, we've got on the east side uh, kind of on the east side of the community, Legacy Heights, which is, you know, uh, there's uh, 24 twin homes or 12 units, but or 24 units, but 12 twin homes that are under construction. You have on the further east, you have the shores of Lake Waconia, which has kind of a um, shores of Lake Waconia. And then there's the interlock or Island View Estates. So the shores of Lake Waconia, 16 lakeshore villas and 21 single family homes. And then you have Island View Estates, which is on the east side of County Road 92 with about 51 single-family homes there. So on the east side, we've got that pretty well covered. Mm -hmm. So then if you kind of just continue to work around Waconia in a circle, you know, south and east, we've approved Interlock and 8th. Mm -hmm. um, And that on County Road 10, you've watched kind of the construction and all of the uh, prep work for that. So that has about 72 single-family units and is generally a continuation of what you've seen in interlock in there. Sure. And then as you continue the circles, kind of as you go straight south on 284, 
Uh, we approved some time ago the Woodland Creek uh, yep. subdivision, and this morning I signed the plat or the mylars <laughs> for that, and we anticipate them coming to pick those up this afternoon. Okay, and um, to get those recorded, and we anticipate uh, clearing of that. There's some tree clearing that will have mm-hmm. to start for the construction there, and we anticipate that will start towards the end of this month, and that you know that'll be a change for that community for sure to see. The majority of the clearing that they're going to do is underbrush, right? It's, right. It's, you know, people get excited when, when they, they see s- that clearing, and you know, really, it's you know, clearing dead things and clearing that <clears throat> not the mature trees that are beautiful. Not all and, of them. Right. There will be there some will of be that, some. but yep. not all of that for sure. Yeah. Um, and that Woodland Creek um, is there about seventy? Do you know? Or that one has seventy-eight single 78. family. Yep. And then, kind of in the future growth, we have three projects that right now are kind of in that. Mm-hmm. review stage, which on the south and west side of the community uh, property that we, it's now finally has a name called the Orchard, but um, property that was owned by the Fobble and Pites family. Yeah. So that is under review now and primarily single family um, in that area. And then we are reviewing um, the on the west side of the community, the Brant Farm, the first stage of that, the lower about 80 acres of that, um, uh, known as the fields. Wow. And then um, newer to our review is um, in sketch plan discussions with the Planning Commission and Park Board later this week is straight south on 284 and west of 284, the Siegel property. Yeah. And kind of the that just sold. Yeah. Signed the out. Well, I don't know about sold. I would say. Well, it's pending. Yeah, there's a contract. Yeah, yeah. Under contract. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um, So you're good. We've seen it sell before. Or we've seen it. We have. In air quotes, we've seen it sell before. And then come back. And then come back. So that's why it's under review again. Right. Right. In the course of your tenure here, is this the most building or the most development discussion? No. No, I know that people think Waconia is growing really fast right yeah. now. Um, you know, we, you know, for 2020, we've done 14 single issued building permits for 14 single family homes and six twin homes or 12 units. That's and we projected 60 this yeah, year. That's not- that is it, and that's it. And I know people Repeat feel that again. 14 right? single so family. 14 single family so far this yeah. year, and six twin homes or 12 units, and that that's would it. be David Kennis. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And um, in in the nineties, yeah, Waconia was growing more than a hundred units a year, easily a hundred and fifty plus in the nineties. In you know my what I've seen here is more more measured. You know, I in the kind of two uh, thousands. You know, if you average it all, um, I think it averages out to be somewhere around ninety units okay, on average, average a through year. the two thousands. And now we're sitting easily in that, you know, 50 to 60. So when we look at all those new potential developments of all the properties you just talked about, you know, that all those acres, it sounds like that could be, you know, if we're looking at 90 to 120 permits per year, right? You know, I don't know. That's still a long time until those are completed, it seems like, right? And we're talking like five, six, seven, eight years. So, and the other thing that we did see is, you know, the inventory we have right now is you know, low, right. So of new for new construction. And so, you know, as we see that start to um, add, you know, part of the inventory, 
you know, kind of thinning, so to speak, is a result of kind of post 2010. You know, oh, I believe that. that we had Absolutely. a lot of consumption of existing inventory, a lot of hesitancy on creating new subdivisions. And you because know, of what happened in the city, they right. got yeah. taken to the cleaners, so to speak. I would, yeah. And I would say that in that 2004, 5, 6, that was when Waconia had the most number of platted or preliminarily so platted units. Yeah. And they just, many of them never got to final plat. Right. Okay, right. You know, when we, we did a preliminary plat for interlocking and it had a thousand living units in it, you know, and we're still, you know, we're doing interlocking, you know, we have just the construction right. on interlocking eighth, you know, it wasn't going to be an eight staged, right. you know, we wouldn't have seen eight stages of development there. Right. Um, and, you know, we're seeing interlocking eighth, but keep in mind, there are other parts of interlocking that have happened too on the south side of County Road 10 mm -hmm. in Interlochen Woods, first mm -hmm. phase, second phase, the Cottages West, uh, mm -hmm. Interlochen Cottages West, that was a piece of that was too. It? Yeah. You know, the <clears throat> commercial corner at um, uh, County Road 10 and Sparrow that still sits undeveloped, uh, you know, that was all part of the consideration, the commercial elements to the north of that, you know, that 40 acres of... Is there anything in the works there? No. Nothing? Nothing. Everybody asks Everybody. us yeah, that. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> they always want to say, what's, you know, we what's hear that? there's going to be a... Station. Yeah. Or yeah. A whatever, Menards. Right. Uh, you know, and, and we haven't spoken to a large-scale retailer on that corner in more than 10 years. Um, On the Hartman piece you're talking mm -hmm. about? Yeah. yeah. Huh. That so it's been very quiet. And then just with generally, you know, the commercial economy, those large scale, you know, there isn't a lot of large scale retail. Right. You know, saying, yeah, let's let's build another place anywhere. that nobody's going to be able to come to because right. of the yeah. pandemic. That said, though, Waconia, there's something about, you know, kind of the Waconia um, orbit, I'll say, from a commercial development perspective that, you know, when when commercial retailers, you know, and you know this better than me, of course, but when they look at, you know, kind of areas and regional spots, you know, uh, as you get outside of the, I'll call it more of the urban center, you know, once you leave Eden Prairie in the 494 ring, yeah, and you start looking at, well, where, mm -hmm. right? Well, I mean, really think about that, where. And there's something about Waconia that is an attractive area for development because if if not here, you know, kind of where's next? As you go north, you know, kind of have Delano, that area, Buffalo. right? You've got Buffalo is another, you know, kind of regional center of sorts. Nothing west. And then as you go further west, you don't have anything until really until you get to Hutchinson, okay. right? Correct. And so as you kind of think about that, you know, in the, I'll say, 15 years ago when commercial activity was really starting to give a lot of thought of kind of the what and the where, you know, the Home Depots and the Menards, you know, they've got a facility in Eden Prairie. They've got a facility then in Chaska, right? So then, then from there, where? Well, they've got space as you go further north, you know, kind of in that Monticello, Buffalo, right. you know, they've got space up in there, but then... Right. And kind of when you look at, you know, where would be that logical place. And so to some degree, I do think Waconia has a um, a commercial pull. Um, the piece of kind of is 
when, you know. And in the time when we were doing more than 150 units a year of single-family development, there was a huge attraction for, you know, the kind of why Waconia. Do you you see any growth going east, say, on Long Airport Road or um, by the school? Or I know that, you know, it's... Known the, as the Kirsch property. The, the Kirsch property, but um, will there eventually be that road that goes through, connects from 92 to 10? Is that what I'm... Um, to the someday, to the east of... Okay, you know, a long I, time I down. do think that, you know, kind of the service road of... You know, there there is a plan for 92 south yep. to 10. There is a plan, and we've cr- worked with the county on creating kind of how does that lay out. And, sure, I've seen that on um, a little bit. It's on an expensive very, I'm sure. project. It's, you know, 50-plus million of <laughs> what that future corridor looks like. I think what we'll see first is likely something along Airport Road or the improved Airport Road East. Yeah. I think we'll see that first before before yeah. we see that 92 South um, yeah. component. Right. Um, you know, when? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and my hope is that it takes a long time because it's really an expensive piece for the city well, to we be hope a partner. So too. <laughs> I just don't see what it would gain going all the way through the, you know, to get through interlocking neighborhood or what, it, you know. Five minutes of somebody's driving time for, you know, $50 million, it seems like. But there was a time when County Road 10 didn't exist That's true east too. of here too, right? I yeah. mean, right. I, I, I lived here when... We had uh, to take five. When, um, you know, 13th Street was, you know, yeah. a street, right? And they still kind of, or some of the devices still <laughs> refer to make a right turn on 13th Street. Right. And people go, what's that? Well, right. it's County Road 10. Right. And, you know, my neighborhood, you know, I, I live in a spot where there was nothing behind me for a period of time. Or when you turned east on 284 uh, on, you know, what was then, um, you know, would have been considered um, 10th Street or 8th Street or, you know, those those streets. You could actually turn left and right. not hit that median. <laughs> yeah. Well, or there was nothing. Yeah. Right? You'd go up and you'd have to turn right on right. Ravenwood because there was right. nothing there. Right. And yeah. so, you know, I understand that, you know, there isn't there isn't a need for, or, you know, what does that gain? But, sure. you know, there will come a time in this I just meant through the interlocking neighborhood. No, yeah. yeah. I hear what, that. What, what, what is the population of Waconia right now? <laughs> So the population we kind of estimate yeah. is about thirteen eight. Oh, it is. Okay, so it is getting up there. Yeah, and I, um, but I would expect that you know before we hit fifteen thousand people, that'll be five plus years easily. Okay. Easily. Well, that's good five to know. Plus. Yeah, it's funny because when people move here and you know you they're coming from you know the city or whatever, they kind of want to close the door behind them. <laughs> we hear that all the time. Let's we just keep it a small too. town. <laughs> Which is a great thing, but yeah, sometimes people we do definitely interact. No offense to my realtor friends in the room here, but we do interact with people that spend more time on picking out their TV than they do, you know, their lot and thinking about you know what's going on, right? Or you know, kind of what what what's going to happen on that big vacant piece, or right. you know, kind of what is that you know, or what's planned there? And that's why we like to you know talk with. People that are in the know, I mean, and just because rumors happen and 
that's you you I know that, that well yeah <laughs> speaking the of rumor that, before, mill. We, before we wrap up is there any one major rumor that you'd want to just <laughs> smash out the city does not know what's happening on the ufc property <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Zero, 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 zero. And you probably never really did. I, we, what I'm gathering we, is you guys We have never known what the... Pro- I, I don't like being clueless. No, I'm sure. But truly, we have been... Um, in the dark. In the dark on what the plan there is, was, what might be. Um, and you had no control over what anybody... Those choices, yeah. those were really tough choices. Yeah. I think it's important for you know, kind of the community to kind of remember, right? You know, just like people are surprised that we're building, you know, 60, 50. If we hit 60 this year, I'll be surprised. I'll be really surprised after you right? just told us those numbers. I mean, wow. it's it's hard. Um, but, you know, you know, to some degree, Waconia has kind of been a community of two. Depending on who looks at us, T-O-O, right? Where sometimes we're too big, we're too small, oh, yeah. we're too rich, yep. we're too poor, we're too urban, we're too rural. You know, to yeah. some degree, you know, that's been kind of the hallmark of, yeah. you know, my career here for sure has been, we've kind of been that community of two, right? Sure. And there has been a time when we've grown three times faster than what we're seeing now. It's just that, that people just, are seeing, yeah, yeah people are seeing more commercial, right? Mm-hmm. Because now what they're seeing is more infill, right? Mm-hmm. And, or they're starting to see development on what feels like far out, right? I mean, there was a time where people thought, you know, the high school being out on Oak Avenue was in the middle of nowhere. Right. right? Oh, yeah. Farmfield. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I started here at kind of the beginning of that, where right. that felt like too far. I have one last question. What about, and I know it's it's part of Carver County. It's the the park, the lake regional. That is finished, I believe. I did drive up there. It looks pretty nice. Are they going to do anything with the ballroom? No. I think the county think will let that sit, unfortunately. Oh. It really is. It's too bad. You know, we need the community to be a partner in helping talk about what is the future. And, mm-hmm. you know, we really need to think about that regional park as a future asset oh, rather than asset. continuing to improve or not improve that area. Right. Um you know, we've kind of been a community that's developed those regional assets, right? As kind of what we've we've kind of always looked at. Well, right. You know, we've kind of had right. more of a, I'll say, rearview mirror approach for those regional asset development, especially of that regional park. And we've been building that regional park for a community of yesterday, and not really a community of forward. So does the county own the the okay 100% they own all that and our our county has some plans and some visions right. for how they're going to develop that it's just we're generally not a county that develops those park assets on a forward thinking basis got it well, thank you, Susan. It was just a pleasure hearing all of your wisdom and your knowledge and where we've been and where we're going, hopefully in a good place. 
Thank you so much for that interest, for sure. Well, you're welcome, and good luck. Thank you. Thanks again for spending some time with us today. Check out our website, smothersfolk.com, and please hit subscribe on whatever podcast source you found us on today and would appreciate a quick rating and review. We are active on Facebook at www.facebook.com, Smothers Falk Realty Group, and our Instagram handle is at Smothers Falk Realty Group. There are tons of ways to connect with us. Just reach out and let us know how we can help. We are the Smothers and Falk Realty Group. Stay well and thanks for checking your pulse. This has been the Waconia Pulse, a community-based podcast presented by the Smothers and Falk Realty Group, highlighting all things Waconia and the surrounding area. The Smothers and Falk Realty Group consists of licensed real estate agents in the state of Minnesota with the brokerage Remax Advantage Plus. You can find them online at smothersfalk.com, which is S-M-O-T-H-E-R-S-F-A-L-K.com. If you have a Waconia or real estate-related question or comment that you would like included on this podcast, please call 612-352-9177. Again, that's 612-352-9177. Make sure you tell us to which show you are calling to contribute. And please know that we may include your voice recording in future episodes of this podcast. The Waconia Pulse was produced by Minnesota Podcasting and recorded in their St. Paul studios, and they can be found online at mnpodcasting.com. The views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the individual participants and may not necessarily reflect the views or opinions of the Smothers and Falk Realty Group, Remax Advantage Plus, or Minnesota Podcasting.